shit with a yank and a brit please join us today for a discussion about culture love work femininity no i'm just kidding fuck that i can't do that for very long (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) i wanted to see if i could just really make it sound like you know this is minnesota public radio i'm kate and I'm here with Gemma, and we're going to talk about soup recipes. <laughs> <laughs> right into the show with your favorite soup recipes. Which vegetables do you like to include, and how long do you cook that broth for? <laughs> now, I think the bigger question is, is are you like a homemade broth person, or do you use a pre-made? Because both are fine. It just depends on how much work you want to put into it. But I do say... The payoff is really high when you are willing to put in that extra step and make your own broth. (laughs) And I recommend a blend jet for blending up a nice bisque for when you're in the forest. (laughs) Oh, God. I'm just noticing, does your shirt say sharks? Yep. Why? Is it Shark Week? (laughs) You a big fan of sharks? I didn't know this about you. Since when? Tell me some facts. Well, just been watching shark porn. (laughs) (laughs) And now I'm thinking, no, and now I'm thinking about what that would look like. (laughs) Is there like a bow, chicka, bow, wow, and like, it's quite... It's quite violent. It's like rough and thrashy. They're just thrashing around. Oh, in the... you like you like the rough, rough shark porn? Wow, this took a real fast one eighty from calm soup recipes to shark porn. Cool, cool, cool. That and that's dear listener, what you will get from us mm. on this podcast. We cover all bases. Nothing Truly. is off limits. So. <laughs> How have you been? Oh God. I yeah, good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's all there. we got to say about yeah, that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Went on Excellent. a. Uh, I was going to say, I went on a podcast last night. I didn't. I didn't do that. <laughs> I went on a hen do. Who are you cheating on me with? <laughs> I found another girl called Kate, and she's just going to replace me. We're doing Fine. a serious podcast about stews and casseroles. <laughs> Talking stew with a Kate and a Brit. <laughs> with a Kate and you. <laughs> Fine. Hindu, yes. You went on a Hindu. Mm. Went on a Hindu. It's up in London. Did things and stuff. Did things and stuff and drunk a lot of champagne. Boop. A lot of Prosecco. Boop. At various bars. And then we went to a cabaret night 
So there was like acrobatics, um, fire breathing, uh, a woman oh, singing very averagely on stage and trying to be funny. Burn. <laughs> Um, audience participation I saw there was audience participation yeah 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 yeah. we got the hen up on stage and she won a little competition of um they had to do slow-mo Baywatch running oh yeah I saw a video of that yeah Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah she she won our table a bottle of Prosecco good for her which we did not need Mm, I think you did yeah, we did, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun. really good. Sad Very I couldn't good. make it. Blah. I miss the fun stuff. Yeah, why do you live so far away? I don't know, because God hates me. Uh, it's always God's fault. It is. I mean, it is, really. Everything is, if you think about it. If you believe in that guy, then it's <laughs> his fault. Yep, it is. It's his will. <laughs> um... Well, that sounds fun. I mean, I did. I went to a concert last night. Have you heard of Sylvan Esso? No. Hmm. So I know a few of their songs. I went with a friend of mine who's a fan, and it was a really good show, actually. I didn't know a lot of the music they played, except for the couple songs I know. And, you know, it's a little bit outside of kind of my typical genre. You might like them, though. Um, It's kind mm-hmm. of like, I don't know how to describe it. Kind of indie but like with a kind of a house vibe to it i don't know okay her costume change was pretty fantastic she came out like first in this kind of gauzy thing that was see-through and she had kind of like high-waisted shorts and like a crop top on and these like thick-ass sneakers (laughs) it looked she looked good but it also was like is that leather are you like is that really uncomfortable i bet that's (laughs) uncomfortable that's our go-to she was, now is yeah. comfortable. She looks uncomfortable. Go put on some sweatpants. It's okay. I don't care what you're wearing. I don't mind yet. <laughs> um, but then she put on this like big puffy, you know those like um, sumo wrestler suits yeah. that people can put on? It kind of was like that except it was tall and it was rainbow. Ooh. And it kind like it just... I have a picture I'll show you because I don't know if I'm going to be able to explain it very well. And I couldn't see very well, but my friend was like, oh, my God, she's can you see that? Like, look what she's wearing. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. And it's just, you know, that wasn't comfortable. That was, no, I was super say, that itchy. Looks, yeah, really uncomfortable. But it was cool. Put on a good show. Nice. So. Is it just your thing to go to? gigs now for people you just don't really know yeah it is i mean i've know two of their songs one was on a running playlist of mine called die young and it was basically about how young they wanted to die young but then they met someone and now they can't (laughs) (laughs) very uplifting yeah sounds it that really gets my run going yeah it's a really good one to run to because i want i think about how i want to die when i'm running (laughs) (laughs) true yeah but then you think of Nigel and you think oh I can't I'll run back to him (laughs) yes exactly (laughs) or it's more like but if I I just have to stop running and then I'll be fine (laughs) (laughs) then I don't need to die yep I just can stop and at any point Uh, (laughs) I don't have to do this (laughs) and that dear listeners is good advice for everyone (laughs) 
just stop doing point, it. You <laughs> decide you hate running. You can just stop it. Yeah, you don't have to do I'm it more. anymore. In fact, mm-hmm. you can sit down. You could lay down, really. Yeah. People mm-hmm. might see if you're okay, but maybe you need that. It's <laughs> <laughs> a cry for help. Going back to what you were saying about the singer, the average singing woman singing at the cabaret. Like yeah. if, you, if you had to give her a review, see what I did there? If you had to give her a review. Oh, yeah. What do you, what do you, what do you think you would write? Um, I'd say nice bod, pretty face, but clearly sung on too many cruise ships. <laughs> so savage, savage <laughs> burn, but you gave her some compliments, which I think is just really important. Mm. Like, don't totally beat her, her down. Yeah. And, and then down. just cut. And shout all over her. Yep. Yep. Shout mm. all over her. Cut her <laughs> legs out from under her. Burn. Did you just want to go up there and take the mic from her and be yeah. like, all right, ladies. I mean, me and Charlie have decided that when she retires, which will probably be much younger than all of us lot um <laughs> she's gonna buy a cabaret bar and we're going to put together a cabaret act um i can sing she can do some acrobatic stuff because she's got a better body than most of the, the mm. dancers and acrobats that were there mm-hmm. um we can get silas to take off his clothes and do some mm-hmm. sort of mm-hmm. handstand mm-hmm. routine like a um, wall twerk upside down or something yeah something like yeah. that um, where do i fit into this on a rope um what can you do what skills do you have for literally none oh (laughs) (laughs) you can be a shot girl (laughs) great awesome i love it (laughs) Uh, i'll teach myself some magic tricks i don't know yeah fire breathing or like what's the thing where they spin the baton baton (laughs) baton twirling (laughs) You know I'm going to smack myself in the face with that oh, thing. Yeah, so yeah. You're quite good at uh, sticks and cups. Maybe you could <laughs> do that. <laughs> I could. I'm also good at beer chugging still. Oh, you are. I mean. <gasps> you can take as... on the punters and do oh, yeah. big chug competitions with them. Great. You're just going to be fucked every night. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to like constantly like work on fitness and nutrition yeah. so I don't end Otherwise up dying young. Because <laughs> yeah. you know I'm going to have to probably do it in some sort of like skimpy clothing too to make it mm. cabaret Or are you going to be okay if I just wear sweatpants <laughs> and a dirty t-shirt? <laughs> yeah, that's the look we're going for. It's like an everyday, every man cabaret night. <laughs> Normal woman cabaret. <laughs> uh yeah that's a good idea it's yeah. it's gonna be like <laughs> you're gonna just be wearing your shark shirt <laughs> and some I'll get a shark leggings suit, i think for that there we go oh one. like the actual yeah. shark suit that like Katy perry <laughs> then you could do some sh- simulation shark porn <laughs> yeah yeah it'd be like one of those sex shows in amsterdam <laughs> just with <really> sharks <laughs> What are we talking about? I don't know. Okay. (laughs) Pivoting to that. That'll have really good reviews. Speaking of reviews. Speaking of reviews. Yes. Do go on. 
Uh, I thought it would be fun to just read and re- react to funny bad reviews. You for it? Yeah. Um, I don't know if it'll top, you know, pens and the other things we discussed a few episodes ago, but, you know, we're not looking to necessarily top, but just add to the hilarity. Exactly. Okay. I'm going to start with movies. Oh, okay. That's okay. And so the first one. It's pretty simple, and I don't know if you've seen this movie, but I have, and I'm inclined to agree. Um, It's about the Wolf of Wall Street. Have you seen it? Yep. Okay. Well, Joe Watson on Amazon wrote, there are no wolves in this movie. (laughs) (laughs) He makes a really good point, actually. There are no wolves in it. I mean, and, like, I think it's reasonable to think, because a wolf could be on Wall Street. I mean, there's, like... What is that movie where the guy turns into a werewolf and he like goes to college? I mean, that is a thing. So there very well could be a wolf just walking around Wall Street for all we know. But no, yeah. not in this movie. It was not about that. Um, you know, as Leonardo DiCaprio, I think, you know, nicknamed the wolf maybe. I guess I don't remember where the wolf came in. Yeah, I guess because he's it. a big bad wolf. Yeah, he's a big bad wolf Wall Street guy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So the next one is Valentine's Day. Do you ever see that? I don't think I have. So I think this is one of those movies where it has like a bunch of big name celebs and it's got like a bunch of different side stories on it. Right. So it's not just like one or two characters and you follow them. I think it's got, but they all kind of link up. Maybe there's like a connection uh-huh. between them. Um, and this is by Roger Ebert, who is, you know, kind of a famous critic. And oh, he wrote, okay. <laughs> Valentine's Day is being marketed as a date movie. I think it's more of a first date movie. If your date likes it, do not date that person again. And <laughs> if you like it, there may not be a second date. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, Roger. Like, I didn't realize you were funny, too, when you're yeah, panning all the watch. movies. <laughs> um, okay. This, this one I wanted to read in particular because... Well, it's Twilight. Ooh. And I don't know about you, but... I'm feeling 22. Y- exactly. Ha <laughs> <laughs> Episode 22 today, too. Um, so, no, in college, m- Lauren and I kind of hate read and hate watched the Twilight series, movies and books, like, because they are really awful. Like, really bad. Um, I have a counter-argument. Okay, go on. So I read the books because my granddad recommended them to me (laughs) and he said they were really good. And I'm not going to lie, I really liked the books. I was slightly obsessed with Edward and Bella's love (laughs) and it was not portrayed properly in the movies. Um, That's my two cents. Well, I'm sorry for going after your favorite thing. Um, my counterpoint is it's not so much like the story itself that I thought was bad. It's the, It was the writing. <laughs> yeah. The writing was terrible. And I think if I recall correctly, I would re- I read it, 
circled all of the typos and like really just bad, <laughs> bad writing. And I would like send it to Lauren. And so, okay. Like you loved the substance of the stories, but like, can yeah. you agree that maybe had someone else written it, it could have maybe been better. better. <laughs> yeah. 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 I do um, agree with that. Yeah. But you thought, you thought the movies weren't representative of the books and like the, the tingles you felt in your heart hole. <laughs> they, were, they were rubbish. <laughs> I did not explore. Uh, well, one, Kristen Stewart's like a wooden plank. Perhaps the character or the actor choice maybe was a part of it. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, what's his face? Robert Pattinson. Uh, Correct. He was, he was all right as Edward. Mm-hmm. But I think, you know, often when you read a book, you imagine it differently in your head. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And it didn't, it just didn't, didn't work up to it, I'm afraid. Sorry about that, guys. But It's funny. It was, it was like all the movies were on kind of in a row last weekend. And mm-hmm. I sure as shit sat and watched almost all of them. <laughs> 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 I did. I'm not going to lie. Um, this review, though. Is like from soundtrack as well. Sorry. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, Paramore did a song, which is one of my least favorite ones. Songs. But yeah, uh, I've also, had. This... Sorry. sorry. Go on. In again. Um, did you know that Robert Pattinson wrote a load of songs for like the first couple? Mm-mm. And they're actually really good. Like which ones? Voice. He sang them too. Yeah, I'll send them to you. Oh, okay. And then we're going to review them. <laughs> um so this was from the austin chronicle by mark salov and i just like want to say probably men probably don't really like this series but maybe there are some out there correct me if i'm wrong men who listen to this podcast but mark wrote i've had mosquito bites that were more passionate than this undead unrequited and altogether unfun pseudo-romantic riff on romeo and juliet (laughs) and i think Kind of what you said about the actors. Like, uh-huh. I mean, I feel like there was more chemistry between like Jacob and Edward than Edward and <laughs> <Yeah>. Bella, <laughs> to be honest. Uh, yeah. Yes, yeah, that's good. Apparently, it's also um, like one of my friends said it's like not written for Mormons, but it's like a very Mormon view on relationships because it's all like. Have to wait I do to think the author is X and yeah. Well, and demonizing a woman in a way because she really wants to fuck, and Edward's like, "No, I can't. It we have to be, be right. married first. <laughs> I'm old-fashioned because right. I'm three hundred years old, and you're seventeen. <laughs> <laughs> and she has this like problem with getting like I keep getting older. You need to bite me so I become a vampire so that I'm not older than you. You need to freeze me so that I don't get wrinkles. (laughs) She's got a point. I mean, fair. Yeah, to be fair. (laughs) Um, Did you ever watch The Other Woman? I don't know. I have this thing where I watch films, but I then can't remember what they're called. Yeah. Okay. I uh, will skip that one then. How about Silence of the Lambs? You're familiar with that one, right? Yeah, familiar with that. (laughs) Absolutely horrified. I thought it was a claymation movie with lambs. I got confused with (laughs) Shaun the Sheep. My three-year-old hasn't said anything since watching this. (laughs) (laughs) And that's an Amazon customer. Wow, well done. Why wouldn't you stop the second 
it started. <laughs> yeah. The second you hear the like spooky music. <laughs> dun, and... dun, dun. Yeah. I mean, by the time you get to Buffalo Bill, who's like, would you fuck me? I'd fuck me. <laughs> like, I don't think you're for kids. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm going to stop. Um, okay. A couple more movies. Fifty Shades of Grey, which we know, I think, was a, someone who was a big fan of the Twilight series decided to write her own kind of loosely. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Loosely related story that became huge mm. um again i've heard it's written very badly i yes i also have read at least the first one and it again is poorly edited and written and i think maybe there was even like a ghostwriter situation for that so i've heard i don't know if that's true but i've heard that allegedly yes um okay so the review is there isn't even any butt stuff <laughs> <laughs> i mean have you seen the movie at all no it's like pretty gratuitous but on like not super realistic bdsm stuff i guess mm -hmm. and people and so it's uh what's i can't jamie dornan and dakota johnson and mm -hmm. i think people watch it because it's kind of like a bunch of you know kind of middle-aged females who have these fantasies about what that could be like but it's not yeah. really perhaps fair to the actual community of that kink i don't know <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's probably fair. But it you know, is disappointing that there's no butt stuff. You said there'd be butt stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Community reference. <laughs> um, okay. I'm looking at the rest of these, seeing if there's any other good movie ones. Um, and there's a lot, but I feel like it's not helpful if you haven't seen <laughs> the movie. Because then you can't. Did you ever watch Crossroads with Britney Spears? Yeah. Okay. Turns out that Crossroads is not a music video, not yet a movie, but more like an extended play advertisement for the product that is Britney. <laughs> oh, God. Boone, burn Anne. Poor Britney. Uh, yeah, poor Britney. She's not doing well, I don't think. No, she's just broken up with uh, the hobby as well. Yeah. Mm. Didn't um, like him anyway. I guess I didn't know enough about him. Tell me why you didn't like him. Well, I just think it's um, a bit weird that, like, he came about when she was still in her conservatorship. Conservatorship. And she wasn't allowed to drink coffee or drive her own car, yet they allowed her to have this young, good-looking yeah. boyfriend who, you know, clearly mm -hmm. didn't have any ulterior motives. None whatsoever. Um, yeah, I just think it's a bit fishy. I, I would question that. And I read earlier as well that apparently he is divorcing her, I can't remember the exact, I think it's 17 months, but it's like a certain amount of months and something days, which means he'd mm -hmm. be entitled to more like money. Like he met the threshold of the prenup or whatever if he, oh. Yeah, something like that, so. I mean, I guess there's nothing to say, like you have to wait until this period of time and not then simply do it like the following day. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's just really sick of all her TikToks are, that are literally of her just twirling. Yeah, I had to unfollow her Instagram account because I was just like, dude. So many twirls. So, so many twirls. So many twirls and just <clears throat> staring and smiling weirdly into the camera. <laughs> a bit freaky. I mean, I think she needs some help. but No shame. But yeah, it's at some point I got to chill out from that content. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, Moving on, I have, I think you have some too, you said, but like uh, reviews of places, like landmarks. And I know you sent me one about Stonehenge, was it? Yeah. That's pretty good. (laughs) So I've got that one here, actually. So uh, this is, they're all sort of TripAdvisor reviews. Mm -hmm. Which, you know, means they're legit. Yeah, obviously. Uh, So this is a review of Stonehenge. It's titled Just a Few Rocks. I was disgusted to find that this was just a few rocks to look at and nothing to do. They should knock it down and build an arcade or fun fair. Don't waste your time. What a silly place. <laughs> disgusted. <laughs> I am so repulsed by the fact that these rocks are here. <laughs> I wanted to vomit immediately. <laughs> I don't care if they've been here for thousands of years. I'm sick of the and- sight of them. <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't say put up a McDonald's or an Olive Garden. <laughs> um, have you heard of Arthur's Seat? No. So Some it's guy's essentially- chair? Uh, well, no. It's pretty much basically like a hill in Scotland. Mm-hmm. I think maybe King Arthur or some sort of famous Arthur <laughs> used to put sit his there butt on it at some point. I don't know. <laughs> oh, okay. I could be very wrong on that. Yeah. <laughs> so let us know. Don't at me. <laughs> um, oh, okay. Just kidding. Don't let us know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can Google it. It's fine. <laughs> but it's, you know, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful, natural landmark of hills overlooking a lovely view. Green, beautiful. It's titled Misleading. Not a chair in sight. I had to sit on the grass and was left with an unsightly wet patch, so it looked like I had soiled myself. <laughs> and thank you for putting that on TripAdvisor because now I know I need to bring my own chair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bring a camping chair. Okay. Um, there's a couple of Big Ben as well. I want to hear what you have because I have a funny one for Big Ben. So it's titled, It's Just a Big Clock. (laughs) I don't understand all the hype with this clock. It's literally just a clock. It's going to be a digital one in 30 years anyway. (laughs) Wouldn't that be funny if they took out the face and put in a digital one? Oh, my God. (laughs) Uh, There's another one titled, Meh. It's just a big clock. Nothing more, nothing less. I've got a grandfather clock at home that's just as thrilling to look at. Mine is, um, well, many Google users rated Big Ben Low just because of the scaffolding around it. Others accepted the renovation with a smile. Over a cup of afternoon tea, a Google user said, I'll be honest, I've seen bigger Bens. <laughs> <laughs> and Big Ben is actually one of my favorite things. Is it? Yeah, I don't know why. Um, but I just thought it was really cool and like simple. And I guess I fucking love clocks, too. As much as well, I love eggs. <laughs> got a fun fact for you. Um, did you know that actually the clock isn't called Big Ben? Yes, I did know that. It was a trivia thing. And I can't remember what it's actually called now. It's got a couple names, I think. But then my so, question is, is where the fuck did Ben come from? So Big Ben is actually the name of the bell in the clock oh, tower. Oh, the bell. Right. Okay. Um, but the clock is Sylvia Elizabeth Tower. Oh yeah, it's Elizabeth. Of course, it's Lizzie's. 
Yeah. Okay. Fine. 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 Yeah. yeah that was like a trivia question, I think, at either here or it might have been the one time when I went with Nigel and his family. And I was like, you guys don't know this. Like, you're from here. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you know this stuff, man? Fuck. This is embarrassing. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I always thought that was cool. Like, I didn't care that much about any of the bridges because they're just bridges. Um, yeah. And, you know, I eventually went into Westminster Abbey, but was just annoyed at how expensive it was. And, <laughs> but yeah, Ben is just like one you can, you can look at. It's kind of pretty. Yeah. Lovely so, bit of building. Yeah. Why not? Okay. So, um, this is a review of Ben Nevis, which is, uh, I believe it's the, the highest mountain in the whole of the UK, but it is based in Scotland. Mm-hmm. It's titled Very Steep and Too High. <laughs> Don't go up it then. <laughs> exactly. This was almost a full day's climbing and my girlfriend was crying at one point. When we, when we did get to the top, there was nothing there, in brackets. Mount Snowden has a pub, restaurant, and toilets at its top. Close brackets. Luckily, we had brought some sandwiches and drinks. So anyone else climbing this one, be warned. There are no facilities at the top. The climb basically went on far too long, and the last part was particularly steep and difficult. It was also cloudy at the top, so the view was non-existent. A long walk back down was boring, and again, took too long. <laughs> See, it's like you clearly are not someone then who enjoys hiking or like nature. <laughs> no, clearly not. What did you expect, mate? Well, clearly yeah. a restaurant, but it's a yeah. mountain. It's not yeah. a tourist attraction. No. That makes me think of, did I ever talk to you about this when I was saw it? So I was looking on a map when we were over there, like on my phone, and I saw a place called Surrey Hills area of outstanding natural beauty. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what a name. Like, that is a really great name. And why haven't I been there? What is this? And I showed it to Nigel. And, and the, I feel like maybe Deb said she had been there. I was aware of it. And you had said recently you're, you were originally lived in that area. So I'm curious if you've been there. But I also want to say, like, way to set yourself up with a name like that for people being like, uh, I wouldn't call it outstanding. It was fine. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, we have eight of out of ten. <laughs> yeah. It's right. Kind of pretty. But I wouldn't fuck it, but. <laughs> Picture looks yeah, better there's, than there's in loads, person. So like, um, <laughs> you know, like the Ashdown Forest and like surrounding area. Mm-hmm. That's an area of outstanding beauty. Oh, this is like a designation then. Kind yeah. of like um an so it's like a classification how- and it basically it. stops people being able to like build houses on it and oh, stuff like okay. that. So. so I guess I didn't see any I just saw the Surrey one and I think it was because it's not far from where I was at it when yeah. I was looking at it. But yeah, I was just like, I mean building that up, it better be fucking hot. Like, that is a sexy, sexy area. That is a sexy ass hill. <laughs> but that makes sense. So it's kind of like how we have, like, national parks and stuff yeah. um, that are federally protected land or whatever. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, basically. I yeah. learned something. You taught me something. Yay. <laughs> Yay. I'm teaching you things. <laughs> Any other ones? Um, Any other places? <laughs> um, so this is the the Roman baths 
Okay. Um, which I believe are in Bath, hence the name. <laughs> yeah. Um, and they're beautiful. They're like, you know, proper Roman style, big public baths. Um, not mm-hmm. bathtubs, but, you know, like a pool with like, yeah. you know, uh, columns all around it and stuff. Lovely. This person put yawn. As a young adult, I found this very boring and it was directed towards the older generation. But I will say it's overpriced and boring. (laughs) Okay, kid. You hate everything. Got an attitude. Fine. (laughs) Bet you listen to really interesting music that no one else knows about. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, here's another one for Big Ben. All right, it's titled, I can see why they blew it up in V for Vendetta. (laughs) One stars, absolutely terrible. I would never, ever go again, and I'm glad they blew it up in V for Vendetta. It's just a big clock, and the whole experience left me unsettled. Okay, but go, like, you just walk by it. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you're just not going to walk by it anymore? (laughs) I know, what are they expecting? I don't think you can even go up it, can you? I I was just going to say, is there like an excursion with it? Because I I can't say I would probably do that. But like, as far as I can tell, it's just something you walk by and you see it and you take a picture and maybe annoy the locals who are trying to walk by because you're standing in the middle of the sidewalk taking a picture and being really dumb tourists. Um, And then you move on. Hmm. (laughs) Or you are there protesting because it's right next to the Houses of Parliament. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that too, I suppose. Maybe that was why they had a bad time. Maybe, yeah. Um, are you familiar with the Labrador Sea between Greenland and Canada? Yes. Yeah, I thought you might be. Um, it's a rather misleading name because there are simply no Labradors there. <laughs> the The Kara Sea in Siberia, on the other hand, is great, especially if you are a fat mammal. <laughs> Which I don't know what that means, but I feel like I could be considered a fat mammal. So I'm gonna go. <laughs> or are they referring to like walruses or like? I don't know. <laughs> it's unclear. <laughs> don't go to Labrador Sea. No Labradors. But Kara Sea or Kara, <laughs> Siberia, fat mammals. Go there. <laughs> um, I have a couple, like Yelp, which I don't know if you guys have Yelp, but it's kind of like yeah. Re- okay. Um, reviews of restaurants, which I think are hilarious and I think might be a nice segue into our next topic because um, I think about the type of people who leave reviews because I don't know about you. I There's uh, literally nothing that probably will drive me to leave a review unless I'm trying to support a business, right? Like yeah. if, if a friend's starting a business or I want something to be successful. Mm-hmm. Um, but people love like, sure, shit will do it if it's really bad, right? Which there's a benefit there, but I find when I read the ones that are really bad, it's like clearly the person writing it is the problem. Yep. (laughs) So for example, this one, it's a place in Brooklyn. Well, at least the, the users who wrote it is from Brooklyn anyways, but they wrote, the entire kitchen and wait staff saw an ice cream truck and ran outside, leaving me alone in the restaurant. 10 minutes later, they all came back with ice cream cones. I still can't believe this actually happened. One out of five stars. Like, I'd like go get that. some ice cream with them. Yeah, <laughs> I think that was really cute and funny. Yeah, you, like, oh, look at them getting ice cream. Yeah, good for them. Yeah. Um, it, you didn't say anything about the food. The, like, were you waiting to take? Like, did your was your food cold? What happened? It sounds like they probably yeah. met your needs and then met theirs. And good for them, to be honest. Mm. Yeah, damn right. 
Um, okay. This one is questionable whether it's a maybe bad review. I don't know. Um, took a first date here because I really wanted it to be the last date. Oh. Unfortunately, the food came out delicious and very fresh tasting. They were not rude to my date at all, which pissed me off because I was totally banking on that. Worst of all, they don't make curry pizzas. What type of establishment doesn't serve curry pizzas? Seriously, get with the times. So curry pizza. That raised a question for me, but also like call ahead <laughs> or just be a man and say, I don't want to go out with you anymore. Yeah. How about that? So here's a five out of five for McDonald's. Ooh. Thank you for helping me maintain my weight. <laughs> um, but yeah, so some of these, there's a lot of them. And it's just like looking at these, you might as well shit in a cup and mix in some M&Ms. You wouldn't know the difference. I feel like, <laughs> is that about Dairy Queen? Which is also a good segue. Anyway, like some of these reviews is just like, now I kind of want to go. Like you're yeah. making me want to go and give them money. <laughs> When you come over, I think uh, we should go to that restaurant in London. I think it's a diner, actually, Karen's, where they are purposely rude to you. I really want to go. They're going to make me cry because I'm going to take it so personally. (laughs) (laughs) There's a place here called Dick's Last Resort that's like that, too. And, like, they're mean to you. They make these hats and write, like, insults on them. Yeah. And I just, like, it could be funny, but they will pick something. They will know what my insecurities are, and they will tear me apart. And it will be so horrible that I will never be the same. But, yes, let's go do it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, sounds fun. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But I I also can't help but, like, feel bad for people who deal with, like, the people who are like this because – and just want to, like, destroy your business because – Working in hospitality. Yes. Is – the worst have have you ever worked in hospitality yep i've worked in bars i've worked in restaurants i've worked in leisure centers and public swimming pools (laughs) which i'll tell you about a little bit more um please do i've worked in supermarkets oh me too i've worked in kitchens and people are the worst yeah and i think it's like this entitlement of like I paid something so like I expect more than Mm. what I'm just paying I don't know because I've worked in bars restaurants kitchens clothing stores I've had some terrible jobs and it's the I think the terrible part is because of the people hands Mm -hmm. down you know whoever said the customer is always right was wrong I mean, I bet they probably would take that back, the person who coined that. It's like, I actually changed my mind. Mm, These people are terrible. (laughs) Yeah. And I feel bad because, like, owners and people who are in positions where they have to, like, try to kind of make people happy have to really throw their employees under the bus (laughs) in order to do it. Uh, But I... um, Do you have any examples of particular bad experiences? Well... I just like, so I worked at Dairy Queen, which is like a fast food ice cream fast food place. Like they serve mm-hmm. regular food too. And I did that kind of like high school and then a little bit in college when I would come home. And for the most part, like 
people were pretty kind because they're fucking getting ice cream, right? And yeah. they love it. Happy. But it, it's just like the amount of times people are pissed because they didn't get enough goddamn Oreos in their blizzard. And it's just like, well, I make it to the specification that the corporate yes like and i was the type of person who would like load shit up i didn't care and I, to the point where people are like this is actually too much <laughs> i don't <laughs> i would have to remake it and i'm like what the fuck is wrong with you but those people are always polite <laughs> um but just like they, there's like hardly any in here and it's just like for fuck's sake then you should have said you wanted extra and mm-hmm. then I would have to charge you, but God damn it. I'll, and I would just like fix it. I wouldn't charge people because the thing is, it's just like, I don't care. Like I'm mm-hmm. not paid enough to deal with this and I'd not, but uh, I mean, I would have managers, not just for me, but like talk about having, you know, you guys have an attitude. That customer said you had an attitude. That customer said that you, you know, <laughs> you just dumb shit. No, not me necessarily. All <laughs> of us. Cause we were all in high school. Like, yeah, we were kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And it was just so dumb. And my manager was also a kid. He was younger than me. And I would just be like, Dan, I'm not, I don't care. Dan, I'm not actually going to listen to you because like I'm older than you. I I did have an attitude problem. (laughs) And he'd just be like, okay. (laughs) Okay, sorry, Kate. Pretty much. And I was like, I think they asked me to help out when I was home for a spring break. And I just very much was like, you're so lucky I'm here. I'm not going to do anything. I'm not complaining. (laughs) I'm here to basically work this shift and leave. And so that was, that was on me a little bit, but I worked in a grocery store. I was, I was like the bagger and the grocery store had people carry out like if they needed it, which I was happy to do. But the amount of times, because we were very close to one of the colleges in in that town, and the amount of times that guys would come in and be like, carry my 30-pack of beer out, 14-year-old female. And I'm like, okay. I'm like walking out with it, and they're, they don't have anything else. And I just – just so – was that making me feel – I don't know. Were you flir- flirting with me? Because I'm an infant. But mm. stuff like that. Or people calling and saying, the bagger crushed my bread. And it's like, did did I or did you crush it when mm. you're driving home. or whatever? Yeah. yeah. And managers would have to come over and be like, you crushed her bread. And I'm like, I don't even know who you're talking about. Like, I literally begged about 45 people's groceries today. So mm. thank you for the correction. I guess I will do better. <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. We used to have, I used to work in a supermarket. That's one of my first jobs. And there used to be, I used to work like Saturday evenings and the Sunday shift which I hated because I was young and all my friends were out partying and going to Mm -hmm. the pub and I had Mm -hmm. stuck working at the supermarket Mm -hmm. till like 10 o'clock at night and every Sunday we had this guy who would come in and purposely look for food that had gone out of date buy it leave and then come back and kick off and complain that this food was out of date and I'd just be like dude like you've got too much spare time on your hands (laughs) why are you going out of your way to do this just buy food that's in date (laughs) or come to the till and tell us that it's out of date and we shouldn't be stocking it because it shouldn't be there anyway did he get like did he get like oh sorry for your trouble here's like an extra 
discount on something or well, what? Just because it seems to me like exactly. So you're in the same position that you were before. <laughs> yes. I don't understand. I think some people just like complaining and yeah. they like arguing. And I mm-hmm. think he was one of them. He just wanted to pick a fight with yeah. <laughs> 15-year-old Till girls. Mm-hmm. Basically. So what was the best job you've had? Uh, well, that's a, that's a pretty t- none of them <laughs> jobs mm. suck <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's like when people say what's your dream job i don't have a dream job my dream is to my not work exactly. so, <laughs> that's a stupid question okay yeah. um, another really bad one though is i worked at a public swimming pool Ew. And my job was to clean out the changing rooms. Oh, and my God, it was the most disgusting job I've ever done in my life. I bet. So gross. Like people leaving, like their kids' dirty nappies on the floor, used plasters, which gross me yeah. out so oh much. Those are like ubiquitous at a, sw- a swimming pool mm. I, I just feel like there's band-aids all fucking over i know why are there so many people with fucking band-aids <laughs> open wounds walking around with open wounds <laughs> Fuck, getting in water seems healthy yeah. um i once found a used tampon on the yeah. floor as well i'm like guys there's toilets go into the fucking toilet and just like copious amounts of like hair and <sighs> dirt it was just the worst. How long did you last at that job? <laughs> About a month. Yeah, no, I couldn't. It was I so couldn't. disgusting. Yeah. Kudos to the people that do that job. Yeah. It was fucking rank. I mean, I have, in working in restaurants and stuff, part of it is like cleaning out bathrooms and cleaning up mm-hmm. after people, and people can be really gross. And it, thankfully, I don't have anything that's like too seared into my brain as a bad experience but I worked at a call center twice actually and I did not last very long at either because there's something soul-sucking about those jobs yeah. you know mm. one was for like I, fuck I don't know like phone service or cable service so it was called MCI and I truly sucked at it because I did not try whatsoever and if someone actually like wanted to buy something from me or like sign up I wanted to be like really are you sure are you sure though because it's pretty shit it's pre- pretty shit and i feel like i had like the people who did it were like old people who probably mm-hmm. are you know being yeah. taken advantage of in a way it. and so um but people are really horrible to i mean i think i've probably been horrible to you know scammers and telemarketers and stuff too mm-hmm. not necessarily in a disrespectful way but just like kind of fucked with them you know but people were horrible and i would just put them on mute and like listen to people and they'd be like that fucking bitch hung up and i'd be like no no i'm still here i'm just listening <laughs> <laughs> i've just put you but on loudspeaker for the whole office yeah we're all listening it's really funny um <laughs> but i only did that for like a month and because i was probably gonna get fired anyways because i was so horrible and then sometime like a summer between college i worked at another one that literally was like calling old people about old people services and I just they just wanted to talk and I was fine with that but also would have like messages like you need to circle back or get off this call and it's just like what do you guys expect from us literally targeting 55 60 70 year olds like yeah they're lonely they want to talk yeah (laughs) so 
hate this job too. I think I just stopped going to that one, to be honest. Yeah, I had a similar one where I was selling magazine subscriptions. And <laughs> <God>. yeah, <laughs> the amount of people I called where it was, it wasn't like cold calling. So it was people that had previously taken out a magazine subscription and you were like calling up to try and get them to subscribe again. And what oh, have sure. you. And the amount of times you'd call up and it'd be this lovely old lady and I'd be like, oh, hello, is Mr. Jones there? And she'd be like, oh, sorry, dear. He passed away a few months ago. And I'd be like, oh, fuck. I'm so sorry. I won't call you anymore. Bye. And she's like, it's okay. He was a bastard. <laughs> and then the manager would be like, well, didn't you try and sell it to her? And I'm like, no, she's no. a grieving old lady. I'm not doing that. He clearly handled the finances and I'm not about to put that on her right now. <laughs> yeah. God. Yeah, it's just a really, um, yeah, soul-destroying job, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I think that um, I actually kind of enjoyed bartending, but I think it was a special circumstance. It was a relative of mine who owned the bar and I kind of just filled in sometimes, but like it was a small local one with lots of regulars and I would go there and spend time with like my relatives because that was kind of like my aunt's place too. Mm-hmm. And so people knew me and like <laughs> I was a terrible bartender and people did not care. <laughs> Tip me still. Uh, I burned drinks, which again, kind of like when I was at Dairy Queen and would just load people up with stuff. I was like, you don't want more booze in your, you're welcome. And they're like, I can't drink this. It's, it's burnt. And I was like, what? What is wrong with you? you drink it. Pussy. You'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> but I, it was fun i mean what it was tight. some kind of pussy yeah no oh, okay let me get you a little pink umbrella oh, god i'm being a little bit sexist now but obviously joking <laughs> um but like i you know i worked on christmas eve which wasn't my favorite thing but i was happy to do it i made like a thousand dollars in tips just like something obscene because people are in a more giving mood yeah. and they're drunk and it's christmas wow. eve and i was you know the niece of the owner <laughs> so that was that was fun mm-hmm. um but i think overall probably having to do that like as a job would suck and i just yeah i ha- i worked that for a while i disliked it i don't like dealing with drunk people when i'm sober mm. yeah and also well that was your mistake <laughs> <laughs> yeah true <laughs> um the worst part as well is just the cleanup at the end of the night and cleaning mm-hmm. up the men's toilets oh yeah so great what do that. men do in yeah. there you know, Why is there piss all over the floor? I got it. You know, I think that. But then you've, I've seen women's toilets and I'm like, who? Who's who done raised, this? Who raised these people? <laughs> who shit on the floor? Who shit at the flo- on the floor at my wedding? <laughs> yeah. Actually, I've just thought of a job I did quite enjoy. It was when I took like a little career break and went to work in animal care. Oh, yeah. I remember when you did that. Um, I worked at a kennels first, which was fine. But I personally don't really agree with kennels. So when it, you say kennels, what do you mean? What is So it would like, be like when people went on holiday. Boarding. Okay, yeah, yeah boarding yeah, their dogs, boarding. got it. Yeah. So they just basically chuck their dog, dogs into a cage for two weeks mm-hmm. um, and expect their dog to be fine with that. And their dogs were not fine with that majority of the time. And they were super stressed and thought that they'd been abandoned and yeah. it was pretty heartbreaking and also it, we were only open from I think it was eight till five um and so at five o'clock 
it just gets locked down, all the lights turned off, everyone fucks mm-hmm. off home. So the dogs yeah. are there just on their own for like till eight o'clock eight the next morning. It's yeah. horrible. Yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't want to do that to my dog. No, I couldn't do it. Like I used to take Jess with me to work. Um, and I don't know whether it's because she's got some sort of like leftover trauma from being a rescue dog and being in kennels before, but she used to freak out when I put her in a kennel while I was working. She would lose her shit. And she was the best escape dog. She was a little Houdini. (laughs) She got out of every fucking cage I put her in. I don't know how she did it half the time, but I'd walk in. She'd just be out the cage. (laughs) still locked. I'd be like, how the fuck? And she's like, look, I am fine outside of the cage. You can leave me outside (laughs) of the cage. I'll be fine, (laughs) mum. I saw her literally climb like a nine foot like chain link fence and then tightrope walk along it like like a cat she's not a small lady no she's a big girl but she was was good at climbing Mm. yeah but then you went to a non-profit right yeah I went to a rescue center charity after that um and that was good and I probably would have stayed doing it but just the money so bad I couldn't live it was minimum wage I couldn't yeah. live on the money well um, and I think the location too was a factor as well right because you came back to kind of where you're at now right yeah it was when I came when I moved back yeah that's when I went to the charity oh I thought it was the same place okay no go on um and it was really I really love looking after all the animals it's really hard work really manual yeah physical work but really satisfying mm-hmm. but there at this particular place I'm sure they're not all like it but there wasn't enough staff to care for the amount of animals that there were so mm-hmm. I didn't feel like they were getting but, the care that they needed or any sort yeah. of rehabilitation and the, so that sort of sucked that was a bit heartbreaking as well um, I think that would be a reason why I couldn't do that because I would a like I was at a pet store getting some food for my cat yesterday and they had like a little adoption thing with a bunch of cats and I went in just to like kind of say hi to the cats and they these were all cats who like are in foster homes right they're not right like their foster parents were there and stuff but I still was like I want to take you all yeah with me <laughs> just <laughs> right now with me guys <laughs> yeah, no one will know <laughs> yeah and you know of course they were like oh you know are you interested and I was like I love cats Don't tempt me just I just lost a cat or other cat is older and like not in super great health and so my husband and I just like we need time and we also don't want to really do that to our other cat and they're just like do you want to cuddle some cats instead and I was like <laughs> yeah <laughs> how did you know yeah but I I think I would struggle to work and see them every day and see the ones that are getting adopted and the ones that mm. aren't and wanting That's to the take worst. them. Yeah. Mm. I've yeah. always said like next when Jess goes, God forbid. Um she'll never go, don't worry. She'll never she's she's, never. she's just aging backwards now. Um and I think about getting another dog, I'm gonna go to like a rescue center and just be like, which dog has been here the longest? What's the dog that no one wants? I want that. And then they take it to the dog that has one eye, one ear, a wheelchair, a diaper. Actually, um, it has a condition where it just randomly vomits blood. <laughs> 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 a 
but it's fine. Totally fine. Like lives a normal life. <laughs> you can't leave it alone for longer. Only going to cost you five hundred pound a month in vet bills. <laughs> And you're like, fuck, I committed to this on the podcast and I'm going to do this. So. <laughs> I know what you mean, though. He's it's called One-Eyed like, Paul. Yeah. He's my new baby. Can't be around men, women of a certain age, children, other dogs, couches. <laughs> yeah. He's scared of cups. Um so. <laughs> If you go to the bathroom, he will need to be locked up <laughs> because people sitting on toilets is a trick. <laughs> I can't wait to meet one I'd call, though. Oh, my heart. One-Eyed Paul. I love that little guy. He's so sweet. I can't. I can't wear white at your house because of all the blood vomiting. But no. I love him. I've had to just get plastic covering for everything. He's, he's really. He's really for a, about ten minutes every day, between just after his dinner and before the, the blood vomiting starts. We have a lovely cuddle. And he's really nice to be around. So it's really fulfilling. And if I just put on a hazmat suit, we can spend a little extra time settling even Because, if... <laughs> you know, I can deal with the projectile blood vomit. <laughs> oh, God. <sighs> okay. Oh, God. We're okay. I'm okay. You're okay. <laughs> about this poor made up dog (laughs) (sighs) breathe well should we should we move on to our final segment (laughs) nothing's gonna be one eyed pool now no we peaked (laughs) we can just stop be done it's the end you can have your stew podcast with British Kate. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. All right. Oh, are you ready for... <laughs> and am I the asshole? You know you are, baby. Yeah. <sighs> okay. Right. Prepare for this. <clears throat> Right, am I the arsehole for breaking up with my girlfriend after she rejected my proposal twice? Oh, okay. Sierra and I have been dating for four years. Oh, he gave her a name? He's given her a name. Okay, all right. Sierra and I have been dating for four years, and I absolutely love her and felt like she was my soulmate. I knew I wanted to propose to her two years into dating, but decided to wait one more year so that I could get in a better financial position. Smart. Last year, I proposed. It was a private proposal on the beach where we went on our first date. She looked at me and said, I want to marry you, but not right now. She said she wasn't in the right space personally to get engaged and to give her some time. That stung, 
but I was okay with it. After mm-hmm. all, I put off proposing so that I could be in a good position and it's only fair that I give her that chance too. So it's been a year since then and I decided to propose again. This time I asked our friends to help me set it up because I wanted to do something nicer. We orchestrated a nice dinner and a proposal in front of a nice fountain in the city's Mm -hmm. botanical garden. Mm -hmm. Everything was ready. Dinner was great. And we went to the fountain. She saw the roses and everything. And then I got down on one knee and asked her to marry me. She teared up and told me, not just yet. This stung really bad. I knew I wanted her in my life forever. And this is the second time she's turned me down. I asked her why. And she told me the same thing as last year. I asked her if something was holding her back or someone was holding her back, maybe a friend or family. And she just said, I just want to make sure that things will work. This hurt me more than the two rejections. I told her that if after four years she isn't sure, then what the hell will make her sure? She asked me to give her time and I told her no. I told her that I'm not going to keep wasting my time and love if she's going to keep saying no. And I told her that I can't do this anymore. She began begging me not to leave and said, fine, I'll marry you. Just please don't go. This made me mad and I didn't say anything and I left. My phone's been blowing up with some of our friends, her parents and her telling me that I'm an asshole for throwing away a four year relationship because she said no and that I was being a big baby. She just needs more time. The other half of our friends aren't on my side, but they aren't on hers either. I don't think I'm an asshole for this. Did I overreact? Am I an asshole? And if so, how much more time am I supposed to give her? Edit, we're both 29 years old. Second edit, the second proposal wasn't done in front of my friends. They just helped me plan it and stuff. It was just her and I. Uh, Edit three, we had discussed marriage shortly before I proposed for the first time. She was into it and even told me that she couldn't see herself with anyone else. And she seemed eager about the idea of marriage, which is why I was shocked the first time and then angry the second time. Okay, it sounds like some of the comments um, that prompted those edits are kind of what my thoughts were. I guess I understand this person's perspective about, you know, tried to propose twice. And based on what she said, he's feeling like, what's the point? But, you know, I also point out, like, you want to be with this person and, like, it, it doesn't sound like your goal is to just get married. Like, your goal is to marry this person. So I'm having a hard time reconciling the decision to end the relationship with that, even though that person would be well within their right to do that, right? Like, I get it. Like, you guys are on different pages. Time to Mm -hmm. move on. But I also question, like, after the first proposal when she said, I want to marry you, to me, like, you didn't need to propose again. You needed to talk to her about where she's at if she wants to get married, if like if there's things that she has concerns about and like just doing a second proposal, whether or not it's like especially an elaborate one, seems like you don't actually care about her feelings or where she's at. Like you 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 didn't even need to do that because you proposed. She said, I want to, not yet. So then the question is, how are you? Where are we at? Do you want to get married? Like I would even say, like, you could kind of consider them engaged after that, but not necessarily because she said she wanted to, but not yet. So we're not talking about marriage yet, but we are committed to each other. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So, like, you kind of acted like a baby and you're sending mixed messages to her in a way 
So I would say there's a bit of an asshole-ish behavior there. But I also think like, you know, I guess if you're not on the same page with that person and you guys, and it's not what you want in the relationship, you're allowed to not be in that relationship anymore. Mm. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I agree. I think, I don't know how much they've talked about if they even see a future to get, like he obviously saw a future with her. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, maybe she just doesn't want to, maybe she changed her mind about getting married, but mm-hmm. I can see it from his point of view. Like, you know, if your partner said that they did want to get married and then turned you down twice, that would hurt a lot. Yeah. And you'd start questioning, well, clearly they want to get married, but obviously not to not me. To yeah. So, you know, you don't have to get married. You can just be in a relationship for a long time and not get married. It's not, you know, a be all end all, but they're clearly not on the same page. Um, I, I think he maybe could have ended it in a kinder way. Um, but I, I don't really, I don't particularly think he's the asshole I think he's been hurt mm-hmm. um, and he doesn't want to be hurt again no assholes here perhaps because it's just two people who maybe are having a hard time communicating them to each other about like the relationship because to me it is it a question of you being married is like really that important to you because if so you need to tell her that mm. and you would be entitled to like well I want to marry someone and have a family and stuff that's like my ultimate goal and you should be able to have that if that's what you want if that's not what she wants then she needs to say that to you too yeah um the fact that she felt so like desperate to say okay fine I'll marry you like I'm glad he didn't turn Mm. around and say okay great let's move forward then because yeah that would have been that would have been a fun marriage yeah some red flags (laughs) there but I I agree I don't really think there's I still think it was a mistake to try to like do this big elaborate proposal a second time without actually fucking talking to her you know yeah but yeah you probably should have just you know been like hey remember how i proposed to you a year ago and you said yeah. this and like how do you feel you about now? that now yeah yeah because <laughs> i still got the ring like i will propose again if that's something you want or you can actually put it on your finger and we can say we're getting married like <laughs> those are our options here mm. um but i think it it sucks all around for everybody because it sounds like there's some confusion Mm. also ballsy of her to say no not once but twice twice yeah that would be hard i think yeah yeah and like on her end if that's how you're feeling maybe you also need to be like hmm maybe we need questions take some time apart and think about this a little bit and reflect yeah yeah because a part of her might be like i don't want to marry this person and that's telling me something, but I also don't want to leaving a relationship, particularly one that's kind of long-term and serious, whether you live together or not is hard. It's hard to extricate yourself because of comfort, the pain, you know, sometimes yeah. you second guess yourself. I get it. So. But also it's better to be on your own, I think, than be yeah, in totally. an unhappy or dead end relationship. Totally. No, no one's winning in that situation. So. Mm-hmm. And it's even harder once you're married and if kids are involved. So do it before, like, don't make it harder to leave is my 
point, I guess. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that brought my blood pressure down quite a bit (laughs) 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 from one-eyed Paul. (laughs) Well, there we are. Another relationship saved or people saved from a Mm. relationship. (laughs) Take some time on your own. Learn to love yourself. Mm-hmm. And uh, the right person will come along and uh, want to marry you. And, you know, I think it's really important to just have those opportunities to, like, make cheese and crackers for dinner and not have to worry about another person or whether you pick up your socks or whether you do mm-hmm. the dishes right away. <laughs> yeah. It's freeing, people. It is really freeing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Okay, well. Well, there we go. Once again, we have taken you on a roller coaster of knowledge, hilarity, advice, <laughs> and what else do we talk about? Bad Don't reviews. go to Big Ben. Don't go to Big Ben. <laughs> uh, Arthur Seat. There are no chairs there. Yep. So you don't go there. Mm-hmm. Fat mammals in Siberia. Mm. We just boosted the like tourism revenue for Siberia this podcast you're welcome siberia yeah if you'd like to sponsor us that would be great thanks very much this podcast is brought to you by siberia (laughs) the land of the mammals (laughs) fat ones i actually don't know enough about siberia but i suppose if they want to sponsor us i will learn (laughs) yeah i'm not very good at geography so oh yeah tell you much about that place never been there Mm -mm. um i feel like it's like the joke of if you want to go somewhere where there's nothing at Siberia, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. You're going to get, like, taken to Siberia and banished. Yeah. Yep. That's where you get exiled. Prove us wrong, though, if that's not the case. Yeah. There's fat mammals. I don't know. People who've been there, tell us. Tell us about it. What was it like? So if we have any listeners in Siberia, then do email us at talkshit2us at gmail.com or reach out on social media at uh, T... Fuck! T-S-Y-B pod. T-S-Y-B pod. Thank you. If you have suggestions for better social media names, let us know. Because <laughs> clearly we can't get it. Or just one I can remember. That yeah. would be great. Hmm. Yeah. Well, it was good talking to you. I hope you have a good week. And you, girlfriend. See you next time. See you then. Bye. Toodle pip. <laughs>